Noshawn and Matt Smith in for DMAC and Derek Wolf. Adam, what a wild weekend of games. And the biggest topic on everybody's mind around here, Adam, is the status of Brandon Staley. That was an embarrassing yeah. collapse. Yeah. I mean, what a collapse. So what are you hearing out of L.A. as far as his status goes? Well, my listen, they're, they're going to go through meetings here, and we'll see the end result. But if you're going to ask me my guess as to what happens, I think that Brandon Staley uh, is going to survive here, and I think that there's going to be changes to his coaching staff, most notably his offensive coaching staff. If you look at it, they had a 20-point lead going into uh, halftime. In the second half, Austin Eckler did not have a single rushing yard. The running backs had seven seven carries, they had 22 passing attempts, and they squandered the lead and lost the game. So when you have the third worst blown lead in postseason history, there's always going to be some fallout. But but the way I hear right now, I I don't know that it's going to involve Brandon Staley the way some people think. Uh, That's not final by any stretch of the imagination. These meetings are poor, but I my the early indications are that he's going to be safe. Well, that's clearly big news for us in Broncos country, and we're talking to our ESPN NFL insider, Adam Schefter. Adam, it would seem that the Sean Payton to L.A. role, you know, marriage would fit really well if that were to transpire. But if they do, in fact, stick with Brandon Staley, as we are getting a little further into this coaching search here, what are you hearing with Sean Payton, and does Denver – really have a shot here, and are they still interested with him as their number one contender? Yeah, Sean is basically meeting with them tomorrow morning. Uh, they're they're going to be meeting in Los Angeles, and so Sean will be with the ownership group. He's going to talk this week with Houston. I think that's going to be later today uh, on a Zoom call. He'll be in touch with Carolina next week, or this week, the end of the week, in an interview. And yeah, I, I don't think Sean would be wasting his time talking to them if he wasn't interested, and I don't think they would be wasting their time with him if they weren't interested. Th- right. There's definitely mutual interest, but the price for Sean Payton is going to be high. And I, I think people across the league know that in terms of price that a team has to pay to get him financially and price that a team has to pay to New Orleans in compensation to get him. And Denver's already light on compensation, um, but if you want him, you go figure it out, and you go make it happen. And they're going to go meet with him tomorrow morning, and we'll see what comes out of that meeting, uh, whether the two sides want to take things to the next step. But that's a big meeting tomorrow that both sides will have. They've already spoken on the phone. Uh, there's enough interest that they're going to meet in person, and now we see what happens tomorrow. Right. Hey, Adam, I mean, you talked about it. Do we? Do they? the Broncos know what that price is? And if so, after this meeting – is it a good time to just go ahead and shoot that shot and be like, yo, let's go ahead and give him an offer now? Um, or do they wait a little bit for, you know, Sean to go to a couple other interviews and then shoot their shot and, and give, him a, give him an offer? Like, when is a well, good time? Are you saying that they know the price that, that it would take to get him from the Saints or yes. the price that it would take Sean would to get him to a new contract? No. Like, there's two different prices. Right, 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 <laughs> yeah. right. No, nah, from the Saints, I'm talking. From the Saints. Do they know that price well, and no, when is no, a good no, time? Well, well, first of all, uh, let's say tomorrow they meet, they hit it off, and both sides say, we want to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still think Denver, I mean, I still think, you know, they, they have other interviews set up this week. D'Amico Ryan's Thursday. 
Raheem Morris tomorrow afternoon, Dan Quinn Friday. Like, there are other people that they want to talk to. Now, I guess it's possible, feasible, conceivable that they can meet Sean and just all of a sudden propose and pop the question. I mean, <laughs> is, is that possible? Sure. But it's sort of like, I guess, you know, you're, you're dating and you're, you're interested in a lot of different partners. I, I hey, think you probably wait, you have though. second dates planned with other people. I think you're probably probably going to go forward and see those dates through before you kind mm. of pop the question gotcha. and give that person a ring. That's my guess. But, uh, look, this is new. Let's see how they handle it. But my guess is it's not going to move that quickly, that, that they're just going to get it done tomorrow. I'm not expecting that to happen. Adam, we were waiting around last year for the Nathaniel Hackett news, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he was the first coach hired, and I want to say that was January 26th. Yeah, I believe that's that's accurate. Yeah, so this time around, are we thinking that Sean Payton is going to be the domino that everyone waits for, or do you think you might see, because of fewer coaching searches, teams go out and act on their own volition? You know know what it seems to me? Um, It seems like this year that the searches are moving in a slower, more deliberate fashion. Mm. Um, and I think part of that is the fact that the NFL imposed this rule this year that teams are not allowed to meet in person with coaching candidates until tomorrow, Tuesday, January 17th. So even though Denver was interested in Sean Payton and connected with Sean Payton earlier than that, they still can't meet face-to-face until tomorrow. And they can't meet face-to-face with any candidate. No team can. So it's hard to imagine that you're going to go hire D'Amico Ryans or Vance Joseph or Shane Steichen or Sean Payton or you name a guy without meeting him. Now, you can go meet Jim Codwell, and they did. You can go meet David Shaw, and they did. Guys who aren't under contract, guys who are truly coaching free agents, but anybody who's under contract, anybody who's connected to a team, you cannot meet them in person till Tuesday, January 17th. I think that has slowed down this process. Mm. Although today we got the first hire, the Cardinals hired the new general manager, Monty Ossenfort, right. uh, the Tennessee Titans personnel man. So, but, but there are only two GM openings and they were allowed to meet those rules didn't exist. So different deal there. But the coaching process has been slowed down. That's interesting. I think that's certainly interesting. You know, I was looking at the Vegas odds the other day, Adam, and they had Dan Quinn as a quite overwhelming favorite throughout this whole process. Wow. How do you say? And you're there, and you know, you're there tonight in Tampa, about to about to do your your pregame there for for Cowboys and Bucks. Yeah. What do you see that process unfolding like? And do you think that he is the most likely candidate to get this job? Well, you know, the funny thing is, uh, this morning I got to Tampa. Uh, I was at my hotel. I'm like, you know, let me go for a little walk across the street. There's a little river walk. Mm. And I walked out there. And who's the first person I bump into on the river walk? <laughs> Dan Quinn. <laughs> so, so I walked with Dan this morning for a little bit and uh, spoke to him. And, you know, I, to say he's the favorite, I wouldn't say that. I, I think he's right there in the thick of things along with Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh, and Jim Caldwell, and David Shaw. You know, and, and I, you know, they haven't met with D'Amico Ryans. I, I think that you know, Dan Quinn is somebody who, look, we've seen what head coaching experience can do for somebody, right? Look at Doug Peterson this year in right. Jacksonville. Some people, they are better the second time around. There's a history of that. 
And so I, I think that that'll be true with Dan Quinn. Should he get a chance here? And and, and I, I can't tell you, I don't, do I think he's the favorite, the second? I, I don't even know how you slot these things. I just think right, right. that, you know, he, he's square in the mix. How about that? I mean, it's about as much as I can say Good. right now without them having met with him yet. Did you get the sense from Dan that he is looking to make that leap this offseason? Uh, well, he wants to be a head coach again. Yeah, I think he'd like to be a head coach again. There's no doubt about that. And so, you know, let's see if the opportunity arises with Denver, with another team this year, another year. But sure, coach, coaches like to to be head coaches. That's what they want to do. I mean, he loves being a defense coordinator. He's fired up about tonight. But he wants to be a head coach again. All right, give us a, give us a little breakdown here of Bucks and Cowboys. Tom Brady is a home underdog in the playoffs. Is Vegas crazy? Well, that, well, they've only won eight games this year, so the, Tampa's really struggled. They have not played good football all year long. We'll see what they play, how they play tonight. I mean, you, you look at Tampa's season. How many good games did they have? They played New Orleans. We were here for a Monday night game about a month ago, and. Uh, Tampa rally late in the fourth quarter, final five minutes or so. Yeah. Other than that, they played terrible. Looked horrible. And the team, for whatever reason, just has not been able to get it together all year long. So tonight they're playing a Dallas team that's won 12 games. And the Dallas been over a little bit helter-skelter. Um, it's kind of the way that it's been, but um, we'll see how it plays out tonight. All right, Adam. Thanks so much. Enjoy the game. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, you got it, guys. All right, thanks, Adam. That is our ESPN NFL insider, Adam Schefter, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook.